previously on Myth Takes. First things first, I think because Garth this whole time, and I think this is just maybe permanently, is always quietly freaking out and also quietly documenting everything. And uh, it, it can certainly get much worse if if it's not taken care of. They won't stop until they are satisfied, essentially. Do I have the ability to then warn a bunch of people? Hey, I mean, listen up. Salem Mass. A lot of stuff is weird. I mean, bad. Don't go looking for trouble. Um, Natalie has something she needs to say. Yeah, okay, what's that, Natalie? Uh, I'm a witch. One person tried to fix it by, of course, trying to essentially electrocute uh, the witch, and it turns out electricity uh, and everything like that gave it literal stronger power. The only way that they won uh, and saved the day, essentially, that, again, was never reported in any kind of local news, was the original owner of Danvers managed to get some chains around this witch and knowing that it was his fault, held tightly to those chains and dropped both of them, him and this witch, to the bottom of the ocean. Stephanie, no, stop, stop sending us these monstrosities. <laughs> Speaking of monstrosities, it's time for Myth Takes. Uh, hey, everybody, it's Colin Parker, your keeper, your pod boss, and your announcer of the cast members, Jordan, Jordan Reed. Hey. How are you, my friend? I am fine. Thank you, Colin. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. And I'm glad that your computer and sound is working and that, that this isn't our, like, second try at this. This is totally uh, our first try. <laughs> yes. What would be funny if this were our second try and my computer put us 45 minutes behind, it would be because I bought my computer in 1975. <laughs> That would have been that would have been well, why, but that didn't nice. happen. So, Colin, uh-huh. I'm proud that you caught yourself and you said you're doing well instead of you're doing good. I start. I know. Happy. I started mm-hmm. to. Uh, now, spe- speaking of that, you've just heard the voice of Graham Thompson. Graham Thompson, hey. how are you? I'm I'm doing better. I'm feeling a bit under the weather, weather but uh, it rhymed. I think the uh, the worst is behind me. I'm I'm on the uh, the road to recovery. Always looking up. Always being positive. That's good. Sorry. Um, <sighs> And of course, our third party is Stephanie Knieski. Hey, Steph, how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm um. What are we looking at? I'm just noticing you're like Friar John cookie jar. Oh yeah, that's my mom. She got that. From, I've like, never noticed that literally before. Literally, she got that in like in the '60s. That thing is ancient. <laughs> um, it's really cool, guys. You can't see it. I'll describe it. It's are a there fryer. cookies in said cookie jar? No. Good no, the Lord. cookies are from the 60s. Yes, the cookies are just rocks <laughs> at this point. It's older than uh, Jordan's computer. It is. So we're about to get into it. Before we do, um, I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout out since he's also a Patreon member. 
Woo! Uh, James Anderson says hello to everybody. Hi! James, Hi. hey! You rock! <laughs> James is great. We love James here. an excellent hair day. That's fantastic. That doesn't help mm. in an audio format, but you know what does help? Uh-huh. Is <laughs> doing a real quick good. recap. Does anybody need a recap or need to hear about what we did in the previous episodes, or is everybody caught up on the show? I re-listened to the episodes today at work. That's good to hear. Uh, what about you two? I had an emotional breakdown, Natalie, and told him I was a witch. That's and yep, that's didn't it. make any references to Wicked. So very yeah. interesting. Yeah, but we made a lot of bare naked ladies references. <laughs> <laughs> or it was just me going, "It's bare." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm just gonna do "Bye Bye Birdie" tonight. That's that's what's gonna be okay. <laughs> Uh, and Jordan did one of the funniest things I think we've ever done on this show. Uh, I, again, this is, okay, so this is the reason that I love shows like this is because, you know, I have an outline, I have little things that I'm like, okay, you know, when it comes, when it comes time for this, right, like, there are things that we I know will definitely happen, and then there's things that I prepare for, like, in case of. That is not something that I ever could have imagined would happen, but that is better than anything that I could have planned so for. That whole anonymous uh, uh, message was outstanding. Um, well, you know, I I forgotten that like every single thing that had happened in it because I, I I didn't get to listen to the episode on Thanksgiving, but I listened to it the other day, and it was a nice time we all had. It was, <laughs> and you were very kind to me. You did the whole. Uh, how, how, how are you doing? And that was, that was very, that was very heartwarming to hear. Well, good. And that's the opposite of heart colding, which is mm. things that are rude. <laughs> it's the opposite of, um, liver, uh, spicing. I have no Ooh. idea what you're talking about. Heartwarming. Hey, before spicing. we start this episode, do you want to pull your mic like somewhat close to you? I'm about to sneeze, but yes. Some people okay. call uh, day drinking liver, liver spicing. That's That would be correct. We're going to start off with a quick little beat, a quick little scene here um, that will hopefully shed some light um, and maybe answer some questions, um, at the very least, for, for Natalie. <gasps> oh, no. So, at the end of the last episode... Um, we got a little bit of a brief history on the town, on the area, and on the Danvers uh, Mental Institute. Um, in that episode, we talked a lot about some, unfortunately, very heavy topics. Uh, and I'm going to do my best to try and keep us away from the kind of heavier stuff in these episodes. Um, but it did feel sort of, not necessarily necessary, but... It would feel weird to not talk about some of the stuff that happened back then and glance over it. Um, So Natalie, though, uh, as Stephanie had pointed out, at one point she had to sort of close the book and walk away. And Mm -hmm. then she had to kind of come back. She had to kind of take a moment, collect herself and reconvene, essentially. And uh, as you guys learned more of this history and learned about exactly what happened. Um. In the past, and what this particular witch uh, was sort of up to, and what her vendetta was, etc. So we're going to open up back at the Swampskit Library. Natalie, you have just heard all this terrible 
terrible story. And it has clearly shaken you, right? Just like we said. What's the first thing that you do after hearing all of this or reading all of this, rather? I think um, she goes and or I go and sit down at a table just to sort of like just be by myself for a moment. Like, I'll be okay. I just I just need some space for everyone. Um, And she kind of just like, you know, sometimes you just need to be be by yourself. And she's not like doing the whole yoga meditating, but she just like closes her eyes and tries to center herself try to like focus on what's really the big problem like yeah she's very affected by this but there are way worse things going on like she is so insignificant her feelings are so insignificant compared to the danger that's imminent so when you kind of collect your thoughts Mm -hmm. right when you do that whole sort of taking a moment and reflecting and thinking upon everything what does that sort of mental place look like um so this will be the first time you guys are hearing this. She thinks about her grandpa, uh, and uh, all the advice that he had given her since she was a little girl, and that like helps her calm down. Sure. So as you're in this space and thinking of these things and attempting to calm down, you hear. A sound, but it sounds almost as if it's coming from all around you. Oh, no. And it is simply <laughs> the sound of someone going, Psst. Psst. And now it's starting to kind of focus in on one area, and it is not fully behind you, but it's sort of back over your shoulder. Oh, my God. Someone spraying you with a water bottle. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this like a hey, I have something to tell you, or you're like you're, you're like your cat's on the sofa. You're like, Psst, get off there, like go, no, get. No, it's 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 the, it's hey, kind of the, hey, come here, right? Yeah. And as you open your eyes, and turn to sort of oh. see this sound, you see two eyes between some like so, you know, between the stacks, right? Okay. <laughs> And they're gone, and they they do that like head nod of like you know like over here, you know it's that double tab of one two yeah like, <laughs> like over, you know over here. Uh, what do you do? Um, she does that like she like she like looks around and then she goes like she points to herself like me. Like you get me? that look of like no dipshit the <laughs> other Natalie kind of thing right like obviously it's not what it says it's yeah the, it's just that look of like. No, the other one of you. Um, so she's a little scared to go off on her own. Um, so she's like, she like gestures them over. And like she's at a table and just mm-hmm. be like, she taps like the table, like sit across from me. Okay. So they're out in the open. She ain't going anywhere alone. Sure. From behind the bookshelf comes a older looking woman. She's not necessarily elderly, but she looks... She, it's that appearance of when someone looks younger than they are. But you can tell just by looking in her eyes that there is... She's seen some stuff. Exactly that. She's seen some stuff that there is some... There's some time in those eyes, right? And this woman is sort of glancing around a little bit, kind of checking her surroundings, and approaches you and says, Uh, Natalie? Yes, um, you don't 
know me, but my name is Eve. And I'm here because I know what you are, and I know what you're probably going to do next. It's something that I would certainly do if I was still young and spry and knew what was going on in this town. But there's something that... There's information that you need if you're going to be ready for what is to come. Colin, is this something that we can see? Uh, yes. Um, okay. I had to think about that for a second. Is, is this subtle or is this like... Hey! This is... Oh, yeah. no, this is definitely subtle. This is like away from prying eyes. Um, you know, again, you're sort of in like a... Not necessarily the full back corner, but you're definitely not out in the center of the library. Okay. Because um, Lucy's very distracted right now. She's more worried about taking down the switch. <laughs> uh, she's definitely... She's. I would say that if any witch could ever look non-threatening um this is probably the most non-threatening witch you've ever seen okay because um, well, lucy's like going through books she's like reading like oh that's how they killed it there oh that's how they killed it there mm, she's right. like taking notes and and part of this is because there's like i said there's some age and some wisdom there's some time in these eyes but there's also pain and there's some fear um and I think that, you know, Eve has made herself uh, present to all of you, but in the beginning, she did not. <laughs> Eve, like Christmas Eve, present. <laughs> Eve's oh, last that name was is, a stretch. Eve's, Eve's last name is Stocking. <laughs> <laughs> How is it spelled? Because she stalks everyone. E-V-E-Y-V-E-S? Y-V-E? How is it spelled? Yes. Okay, how would you spell Eve, Graham? Y-V-E-S, the French way? Oh. No. In a way, it's not that she necessarily popped into existence necessarily, but for um, for Lucy and for uh, Garth, she's it almost sort of like melts into view. And it's not even like it's it's scary or anything. You have like this weird sort of warm presence like, in a way, if this was D&D, right, she just, like, charmed her way right in, right? And you were just like, oh, okay, nat 20, all right. Um, <laughs> you know, again, she's non-threatening, and um, that was impressive. <laughs> she just did the most quiet sneeze of all time. Um, and so right. she's, she's sitting here in front of you, and she says, I don't know how much of this book that you've read, but... I need you to understand just a few small things before you continue with your journey. The first being, not all covens are the same. And by that, not all covens mm, get their powers from the exact same sources. Not all covens... Uh, how does she say this? Hang on. She says... um. Not all covens get their magic from dark realities or darker realms. Some pull them purely from other planes of existence. There are many ways to get magic. And just because you get magic from a darker place does not make you 
a dark person. I explain this because my coven is not the same as yours. At least not the same coven that your family is from. My coven has been in this particular city for centuries. If you were to read that book, you would find that there is a history of people disappearing every 50 years or so. It has always been this, I don't want to call it necessarily a tradition, but that's probably the best way I have of describing it. It was a way of feeding the queen of our coven. Again, not all magics are the same. But I want you to understand that this time it is not the same. This is not the same thing that happened in 1915, and it's not the same as it was in 1965. What's happening right now isn't our coven at, well, at least, it's not our coven in its right mind. And that brings us to the next thing that I need to explain to you. The man that you've met already, John. John is not something we have ever dealt with before. The witches from this area, not just from my coven, but from all over, most of them are now under John's control. He has tricked people into believing that he was just a mere warlock, something that most witches would never have to worry about. However, his true nature is much more vile and much more out of our control. And so before most people could figure it out, it was already too late for them. The reason why I tell you this is that there are a lot of good people out there and, well, if it's unavoidable, I suppose, I'm just asking for you to take care and to think before and to think before you react. Lucy would love to get into an ideological debate with her. Oh my god. No, <laughs> not right now. Oh. Natalie didn't it's say better, that. Stephanie just said that. It, it's it's better that she's not there. <laughs> that brings me to the last point. And at this point, you can feel Eve's eyes. Lower from your eyes down to the necklace, or the choker, rather, yeah. that you have on your neck. And for a brief moment, her her demeanor changes. Her look, her everything. Everything just sort of shifts. And it's not necessarily that she's taken aback, but she's definitely surprised. And she takes a moment, and then she looks back at you, and says, I've seen that before. But that is not what's important. The important thing is, don't lose that. I'm sure this is something that you've been told many times before, but now more than ever, do not lose that. No matter what happens, do not listen to John, and do not lose control over that which you already have. I won't. 
and when you blink, she is gone. And so now we are back sort of, not necessarily in reality, but sort of back in the moment, if you will. The words of Eve are definitely hanging over Natalie's head. A lot of this is probably information that she maybe already knew, but hearing it from another witch is an entirely different thing. And hearing that just because her powers come from a dark place doesn't make her evil somewhat eases her mind. Although she realizes that that doesn't also mean that she's not evil. So Natalie now definitely has a little bit of a mental burden. <laughs> and that is something that we will continue to develop throughout time. Hey, Maisie. But yeah. for now, my question to you is, to everybody here, what do you do next? Um, Natalie goes and tells Garth and Lucy all this because um, she knows how hard it is to keep a secret. And if they're going to go up against this, she needs them to know everything she knows. And she wants them to like, she just wants everyone to trust one another. Because if they can't work as a team, I don't think they can beat whatever's coming at them. So she tells them everything Eve just said. Sure. As soon as Natalie tells Garth everything, uh, Garth makes a face like, oh, of course, why wouldn't that just happen? Um, <laughs> and Garth, with, with every single passing moment and every, I guess, happening, Garth realizes he is so far out of his element. But <laughs> this is one of the first times ever where he's just like, I'm just going for it, I guess. Gotta shoot your shot. See, up until this... Like, like, from the moment, I guess, the whole group kind of got together up until now, Lucy's been in a sour mood. She's just been irritated and grumpy. This is the first time that she's actually, like, she actually seems excited. She seems happy because she's been running around this library, finding books and being like, oh, 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 I should use uh, uh, smaller iron filings instead of larger. Oh, interesting. Okay, uh, use this type of salt instead of that. Okay. And she's just writing out all these lists of how to defeat witches, the best ways. And then she's going through silver, holy symbols. Good, good, good. <laughs> and then, and then if anything, when, when, when the group reconvenes, she's like, she's excited. She's smiling. She's like, I know, I, I got a whole list. We're going to defeat the witch. Natalie and, then and Garth are a this, little like, like their eyes get wet. Like, uh, I don't want to speak for Garth, but Natalie's like, this is different. Also, but Lucy has absolutely driven Colin mad with how many books that she's like pulled off, read for like five sentences, and then immediately put down, and not even remotely close to the section that she picked it up from. And he's well, of like, "Of course not. I'm oh doing research." Yeah, he has to restock every single one of these books. Doing the old pick and wander, as they call it. Yeah. How dare you? I extract it? the information that I need. Garth um, has been taking a very medium quality photos with his watch of the library and everything for the blog. Fantastic. <laughs> but hearing this news about Eve and stuff, this this up upsets Lucy. Uh, so what what makes you trust this person? What makes you trust this random witch that appeared to you in an obs in a, uh, an obscure mo moment? Well, I, I never said I trusted her, but she did tell me information that I felt was important to relay. And if she knew or the way she responded to 
my choker around my neck. Um, I've only gotten that response from very few people in my life. So, I don't know if I can trust her, but I do believe at least some of the things that she's saying. Well, it's natural that, that she'd be against this, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the British, John. no, no, the British, John. The British. It, it, <laughs> no, it's natural. close to being British. <laughs> it's natural that she'd be against John, because of course there's some sort of rival clan. They're two feuding witch clans that are both vying for power, and obviously John has done something to sway the balance, and she simply wants us to tip the scale back in her favor again. Well, we if, also have to think about, like, how he treated us. Yeah, if I may, I'm just a normal human being, but... He seemed rude, from what I gather, and she seemed nice. Maybe we go with our guts? Yeah. I feel like we have to take everything with a grain of salt right now. I have salt, or I'm planning on getting salt. Plenty of salt. So much salt. Okay, so at this point... um, We have run out of tissues. (laughs) That's also true. (laughs) Um... No, but at this point, um, I think that you guys have every piece of information that I sort of planned for, um, necessarily, but obviously, as we've discussed before, that doesn't mean that there isn't something that you can ask or whatever that might change that, but, um, does anybody have any questions while we're still at the library? Can we get Terry? You don't know, Terry, so that's not a question that you can ask. Uh, Stephanie asked it. Sure. Uh, okay, so what what do you want to do next? Uh, I need salt and iron filings. Okay. Does anybody else need anything else? No. No. Okay, so then we'll do a little bit of a shopping montage. Perfect. Mostly it'll be a thing of, like, Garth and Natalie, like, sitting on a bench outside or something like that, or, like, Waiting indoors um, as Lucy, like, very excitedly (laughs) runs around a Home Depot finding all sorts of things um, that I'm not 100% sure how she's going to carry, but I guess... Oh, well, you have that little pocket dimension. I do. If it is a small... If it is something, basically, that I can hold in one hand within reason, uh, yes, I can throw it in my pocket dimension. How many spots do you have in that pocket dimension? Because you already have some books in there. So it says, you may store any small object you own, putting it into a small magical space nobody can get to. You may retrieve anything you stored at any time. It appears in your hand. So you essentially have, like, multiple pocket dimensions. Yes. It's like a giant I mean, Mary so, Poppins so, bag. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I can't... like the, uh, the, the jargos of pocket dimensions. <laughs> if, if anything, I imagine it, it's just the, the actual opening is the only limitation. The I size see. inside is, is bottomless. The side inside. Okay. I, now I've, now yeah. I feel you. Okay. Um, very tardisy. Um, <laughs> yes. While while um, Natalie and Garth are outside, uh, Garth the whole time is trying to convince Natalie to like do like a cool like witch trick so he can get footage of it, just like like a little one. But uh, I don't know if Natalie's like. Re- <laughs> uh, okay. Wants here we go. Ready? Uh, oh, yeah. Garth rolled two d six. Yes. Oh, plus cool. oh shit! One second. Plus. plus oh, shit. Hang on. Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's charm? it's charm, charm, but I can use, I have a move oh, where I can right. use sharp instead of charm. So I have plus two. Oh, no. 
Okay, I will be rolling. Okay, I got a 10. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, um, that means... Ooh, if, if, if they do what you ask, they mark experience and get plus one forward. I don't know what the, but the forward is like for like other things. Like, I don't know how, yes. what this would necessarily affect, but yes. like, may, I, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe it gives Garth more knowledge on like witches. So I guess maybe anytime you do anything related to a witch for now, You're from like, now until yes. the end of the arc, I, I'll give you I think plus it's one. implying that Stephanie gets the plus one forward. Does they it? mark experience and get plus one forward. Oh, Again. yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Okay, so then, well, but, hmm. Okay, well, I guess we'll, uh, I'm not sure exactly what this necessarily means for your character, but if you do a neat little magic thing here okay. uh, for him, then you get plus one forward on something <laughs> at some point. So, um, we'll Natalie, uh, she's like, fine, if you want to record something, just don't record my face, just my hands. I'll do, I'll do this. And, um, you know, in, like, Avatar The Last Airbender, Aang, like, makes, like, a sphere of air mm-hmm. and whatnot. So she does it with, like, blue-green energy. Like, it's like it's very small. Like, she cups her hands, and then her eyes and her fingers start glowing. And just kind of, like, raises her hands as if, like, there's a butterfly in there. And it's the sphere gets a little bit bigger and bigger. And then um, she, like, she's looking at Garth as he's recording. And then she's like, okay. That's it. Okay. Great. I enjoy this little montage scene. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for playing. Nice. Um, so there you have it. That's that. Um, and so it is now time for the final showdown. Thank you. Um, so uh, it's been. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so it's time to head to Danvers Mental Institute. So, uh, Garth, you pull out your phone, uh, Wait, and... how do we get there? That's what we're addressing now. And Garth, you pull up your favorite ride-sharing app by the name of Lyft. Yes. Um, and... No. You put in your location, uh, that you are right now, and you say where you need to go, and you hit go, and it says that, you know, your driver will be there in one minute sort of thing. You guys just sort of stand there awkwardly, mostly as I'm assuming Lucy is sort of very excitedly still probably talking about everything that she can do with these things. I'm, I'm guessing she, she's probably talking about how like the, the, the salt will like, will like melt their skin and then the iron filings like, like block their magic. And Natalie's and like, she, well, don't get there to me. And, and Lucy has zero like perception of how, of the fact that, 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 this is this is immediately affecting like Natalie's mental like right. <laughs> like I'm scared. I want to use those, but I can't touch them. Right. Yeah. As Garth was uh, closing the lift app while Lucy is um, fibberty gibbeting to <laughs> Natalie, uh, Garth notices that his rating on Lyft from the drivers is a four point eight, and he's like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> Did we have like a code? Did you mean did Garth already use Scav Lift at checkout to get five dollars off his lift? It's very possible. Although I'm pretty sure that only goes for first rides, but we'll find out. Awesome! I've never actually tried using it more than once, so maybe he still somehow got it. <laughs> anyway, so um, you you know, as all this is happening, Garth, your phone kind of like buzzes a little bit, and you pull it up, and your phone gives you a notification that says. 
your Lyft driver, Terry, is now pulling up. Oh, and uh, Garth looks at everyone and goes, Okay, car's almost here, but I know this guy. <laughs> just, just nod, and that seems to be fine. <laughs> Natalie's like, okay, I take lift. Why are we time. using lift again? I had a very bad experience. And last as time you're saying it. that, the car pulls up and the window is down, and you hear, Garth? Hey, buddy, get on in! Hey everybody, it's Colin Parker, your keeper, your pod boss, your best friend, and your holiday shopping boy. That's right, I am out and about looking for all of the best deals to get the gifts for my loved ones uh, for this holiday season. And that's why we're taking a quick break here from our episode to give you some quick advertisements, advertisements from some wonderful companies who have affiliated themselves with the Scavengers Network and have some offers for you to make the holiday season a little brighter. Now, let's talk about something that can make part of your life brighter. Let's talk about Hello Tushy, one of my favorite places that we have ever teamed up with. At hellotushy.com, you can pick up a very easily installed bidet for your very own toilet. 2018 is coming to a close, right? 2019 is right around the corner. And look, I understand my generation. I know we're all out here eating ass. Since our partners and our hookups are coming over and eating the groceries so diligently, we can give them the gift of a cleaner booty hole. So you should check out HelloTushy.com. HelloTushy offers uh, some wonderful private spa oasis uh, for your bathroom by giving you a easy-to-install bidet. And look, the rest of the world has caught up with this fad, so like maybe it's time that we stop using toilet paper and like actually start, I don't know, maybe living a healthier, cleaner life down there. And so here's your Scavengers Network exclusive. Take 10% off your first order with the code SCAVENGE in all capital letters. Just redeem at hellotushy.com and start having a healthier bathroom experience. Whew, okay. That one was harder to get through, harder than I expected to get through. But uh, let's get to the next one, right? Now, I hear you. We're getting close to 2019, just like I said, right? So you're thinking, it's about time to make that yearly post of New Year, New Me. Well, let me help you out with that new you. Why don't you check out Skillshare? Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes in design, business, technology, and more. And anyone can join the millions of members in our community to learn those cutting-edge skills network with peers, and discover new opportunities. You can do this for all just under $10 a month and get access to those classes that are taught by the world's best teachers in an amazing amount of categories that Skillshare has to offer out there. Um, And one of the coolest things, to me at least, is that each class has a project so that you can put those new skills into practice and then share your work with other community members around the world. So if you want to spend 2019 getting to learn something that you have always wanted to do, now is the time. For two months of free classes, 
just go to bit.ly slash skillscav. Uh, once again, that's bit, B-I-T dot L-Y slash skillscav, S-K-I-L-L-S-C-A-V, all lowercase. Skillshare, the skills you need to succeed. Okay, real quick, let's talk about Patreon, um, because it's an important time to talk about it, more so than ever. I, I think I said I I think I say that sentence every single time, but like I really do think that it kind of keeps getting more and more important with each passing week because we are really starting to get a handle, I think, on the different types of projects and things that we want to bring to people. Like we had ideas when we first started it, but once we actually started doing it and could and saw, you know, how easy certain things were or how unobtainable some things that we wanted to do were, we started to get a real grasp on bonus content. Our very first month, it was kind of hard to find bonus content to make, and now we're actually at a point where we have so much bonus content planned for this month that I think some of it is going to have to be pushed into January, simply on the principle of, I don't know if we have enough time to get to everything that's on this list. Um, There are just so many amazing ideas, and I cannot wait to share all of them with you. Um... I can give you a little teaser because the same day that I'm recording this ad, Jordan Reed and I just sat down and recorded a bonus episode of Myth Takes, which I believe we are calling Myth Takes Unplugged. It was an absolute blast, and this is stuff that we've said that we were going to do and work on for a while. It just took us a little bit of time to kind of figure out how to best present it, and I think we've we've nailed it. Um, So I'm really excited for you guys to see all these great things that people have Um, we have a very special thing that'll be coming out from us and a few friends of the network, uh, closer to the end of the month. Sam Grezes has a really great project that he's going to be bringing to all of you to listen to. Uh, and, uh, I I don't know. I don't want to get too vague, but I also don't want to give too much stuff away. So I'm just going to leave it right there. But seriously, an amazing time to log on and do this. And you get access to all the bonus content for as little as $5. Um, I mean, honestly, sometimes we still share everything, even with the $1. Every single dollar really, truly helps and helps us get the resources to make these projects and make them happen for you, the listeners. Uh, We have so many amazing things planned, like a very, very big video project undertaking in 2019. Um, Logistics are still being worked on, but trust me, trust me, if we can make this work, it's going to be possibly the best video production we've done here, and it's going to be outstanding. Uh, So that's probably enough talking about that. www.patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Join us, get bonus content, and get a little bit more of the scavengers network in your daily lives. Okay, so let's hop back into the episode. Uh, This episode is dropping to you on Wednesday, December 6th. So that means that the next episode is coming to you on December the 20th, and that will be the last episode of this arc. And then starting in 2019, we will have the last group of people coming together and having their very first adventure. And you might not be hearing just new team-ups, but you might also be hearing some new keepers as well. So we're very excited for all of that. Uh, 2019 is going to bring a lot of amazing things here at the Scavengers Network and, of course, Myth Takes. So keep your ears peeled, keep your eyes peeled on Twitter and Facebook. 
uh, Twitter, write to us for this show at MythTakesCast, and you could find yourself having a character named after you, much like some of the characters coming up over the next few episodes. Definitely want to be keeping an ear out for some of those. There are, quite a few of them are going to be pretty important. So here we go. Uh, let's get back to the episode. Garth? Hey, buddy, get on in! Oh, who's your friend? Oh, hey. Just He's now very smile. conflicted as he sees Lucy. Say hello, people. There goes light. my good mood. <laughs> and Natalie's just like, he seems nice. And he sees Natalie and he goes, oh, uh, hey, uh, if you'd like, the front seat is also open so that uh, you're not, all three don't have to be crammed in together, you know? Um... Natalie knows from the internet and TV, never get in the front of a cab. <laughs> and so you- Unless get, you have to. Right. Uh, so you get in the back seat and he goes, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, want- it, it's nothing against you. It's just, I've, I've um, heard a lot you of stories. You the right decision. Uh, well, um, excuse me. Okay, well, starting off great. <laughs> Does anybody want some gum or some water? Garth uh, from the back seat because he feels a little bit bad for t- uh, for Terry um, just says uh, shot shotgun and then gets out of the car and gets Aww. into the front seat. Aww. And then and Natalie says, "Garth, that was really sweet." And Terry goes, "Terry and Garth ripping up the city. All right, here we go." And Natalie laughs. Brand she new Terry. adventure cop movie, cop buddy, Garth and Terry tearing it up. Here we go. Everyone buckle in, because uh, we're on our way. Can I get some water, please? Absolutely. And he hands you a, like, it's cool, but it's not amazingly cold. That's fine. She water. had to leave her water at home, remember? That's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. She's thirsty. And so uh, <laughs> we're going to flash forward a little bit. Um, so uh, did anybody put a request for any kind of music for him <gasps> to put on? Um, Natalie, well... Because she feels really bad, because she didn't sit in the front, and she felt like she was really rude. She's like, um, Terry, is there any music you would like to listen to? It's the least that we could do. Oh, boy. I mean, look, if you don't mind, I have really, really been feeling the bare naked ladies recently. (laughs) (sighs) And so, uh, you know, again, you know, so you hear, like, the the beginning, it's been, right, and then... He's he's singing along, but like not loudly, but like kind of like under his breath. But you can tell that unfortunately, Terry is not a very great singer, you know. And also, he's an even worse like rapper essentially. So like he's doing like the like Superman, right? Exactly. And of course, everybody knows that part. So even if you guys are talking and like trying to talk cryptidly or like vague, right? Everyone at the same time does do the Chinese chicken, right, at the same time, <laughs> yep. right, and then kind of goes back into <laughs> it. Uh, then we flash forward a few more minutes, right, and now it's a different song, and... Natalie senses that Terry has such a wonderful heart. She really likes Terry. She can trust Terry. Oh, uh, well, Terry likes Natalie. Well, he didn't, she didn't say that. I don't know, I'm but... just saying. I'm just that, like, you know, <laughs> Terry, that Terry's, Terry's digging it. He, you know... 
every now and then, like, he feels the positive vibes, and he's like, hey, at least someone likes me. <laughs> I mean, he thinks that Garth likes him. I- I'll give you that, actually. <laughs> he thinks that the only person in the car that doesn't like him is Lucy. Um, <laughs> and Garth, he- Garth does not dislike Terry. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, hey, that's hey, honestly coming from Garth. I feel like that's a major compliment. Yeah. Um, and that's not meant to say that Garth is a shitty person. I mean, like Garth, we discussed is not super personable. True. So, unlike his player Jordan Reed. Hey, Jordan, buddy. Hey, guys. Love you. All right. So, um, you guys are getting closer. Um, you're probably about five or six minutes away, and. All three of you hear that familiar sound that every iPhone user definitely knows. Or, sorry, grapefruit. <laughs> um, um, thank you. Quick, what's the letter that they would put in front of a phone? Q. Q phone? Ugh. Someone give me I a like better it. one than <laughs> I would just think G phone. Well, that's, that? that, that, that's kind of a Google thing, huh? I guess. But I, I, they, I don't know. They call the thing Pixel, but G mail. It's called the um, pointillism phone. The what? Pointillism. So P phone? <laughs> no, I, I need a letter. I need a letter. What about uh, just a lowercase f for fruit, and then you say your phone? Yes. The phone. Your the phone. I, okay, fine. I, I'll and get it's in phone. like everyone's vernacular. So normal. And they and they truly meant it to be an f phone, but everyone calls Those it phone. Phone. Yeah. And, and so yeah. So every phone user. <laughs> So every phone user knows knows this uh, notification, and it is the sound of an alarm. An alert has gone out to every phone. Um, as you're kind of all pulling out your phones to look at this, Terry suddenly become kind of becomes aware that he's one of the only drivers out on the road at the moment, and he kind of laughs nervously under his breath and he's just like well, maybe I'll call it a day early after this one I don't I don't know and he tar- starts to turn at a light when all of a sudden it begins to rain the rain is is pretty bad at this point the wind you can hear it sort of howling outside it's not exactly, you know, hurricane weather just yet, um, but it is certainly a nasty storm. You could stand outside without being knocked over, you know, by the wind. But it's that thing where if you don't have something guarding your face, you would definitely have to put a hand up a little bit to sort of block some of the initial rain coming in. Things are not looking great. Uh, and as you pull up, to the hospital uh, you see two different things the first is going to be the fact that there is a gate and the gate has a chain and lock on it so let's address that first what do you do are we still in the car yes we're still in the car Hmm. can I well what about this? Natalie, Natalie still has a phone, correct? Yes. Okay, because Terry is still driving, uh, Garth is going to send Natalie a text that says, Hex the lock? Question mark. I'll distract Terry. That's really funny. I was I was just looking at my moves and I was like, hmm, 
maybe I can do that. Okay. Um, and real quick, remind me how Hex works. So, um, when you cast a spell with Use Magic, as, uh, as well as the normal effects, you may pick from the following. The target contracts a disease. The target immediately <laughs> suffers harm. The target breaks something precious or important. Okay. So, let's all remember that. We'll, we'll probably come back to that. Yep. Um, Wait, now, is that on a 10 plus? Is that the case where it's like from a 7 to a 9? It's like one good effect and one bad effect? Yes. Um, okay. Essentially. So, like, essentially, she has sort of two different things that happen. So, she has the stuff that happens with this move, and then she's doing this with use magic Yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So, that's what sort of dictates the, the sort of bad aspects, I, I would imagine, here. Um, so, oh, we need to get you 2d6. Do you have it? Perfect. Okay. So let's go ahead and uh, so actually before before you do that, um, how are you going to distract him? And um, yeah, and you know maybe he hasn't necessarily seen the lock or I don't know you know but how are you going to convince him basically to not look as Natalie's going to go do this? My plan is on my Fafone watch or my grapefruit <laughs> watch made by the makers who make the Fafone. Um, I would maybe, because I know stuff's about to get real, I would try politely to convince Terry that maybe this needs to be his last drive by showing him weather on my tiny watch and then maybe trying to get his attention by like, yeah, and this neat is just a little phone, but it's a watch. And I, I don't know, maybe show him like some stupid little things it can do or I show him a YouTube video or something. Well, don't why know. don't you, hmm... Now, okay, this is tough. I feel like this could be a manipulate person, but at the same time, I feel like this is also help out. No, because that, that's giving her... Yeah, why don't, why don't we do a manipulate someone here? So why okay. don't you do, do one of those again for us? I will. Casually. But thoughtfully. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I will roll it. I also, when in a manipulate someone, I exchange my... Uh, what is it? My Your charm for weird? That's, or my, I use sharp instead of charm. That's there we I mean, go. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sharp. Cool. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. Okay, I got an eight. Okay. Um, on a seven to nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Okay, this is fantastic. Okay. Oh, this my is... God. <laughs> oh, my God. So here's the thing. You are trying to distract him, but in a way, he's going to distract you more because cool. he's going to say, hey, real quick, while she's not in the car, um, you think you could, you know, put in a good word with, with that girl? Do you think, like, you, like, maybe I could get her number? And or something from you, or like maybe you could just like tell her. Where's the accent? What? Where's the oh, accent? sorry. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> He's like, hey, 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 bud, God, hey, real quick. How old is Terry? Terry's like I don't know, twenty five. Oh, I thought he was like way 40 younger than I thought. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> if he was old, I would have made him way creepier. Again, okay. I know he said toots, but that's like that's more of like just the like accent kind of thing. Okay. No, no. If 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 he was forty something. He would have been uber gross because nope. he's in a lift. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he would have been way more gross and he probably would have been like, 
You know, hey, sweetheart, why don't you come sit up here with old Terry? Yep. You also would have said old Terry, you know, <laughs> instead of like just Terry or whatever. No, no, this is just Terry is just a young idiot. <laughs> a young idiot with a good heart. Um, and he's like, hey, you think you could like put in a good word, you know, with, with that girl? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like she's been kind of nice to me and like, you know, I've been a little down on my luck and I just, I'd like to meet someone nice, you know, someone that I could take home. To Terry's mom, you know, and just be like, hey, ma, check it out. Got myself a girlfriend, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a failure, mom. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's just like I know that some people don't think that Lyft is great. But, I mean, I do make, I I make a pretty fair wage. I can, I have an apartment of my own. And uh, I'm slipping back into Boston. I need to stay, stay in the New York. Sorry. Um, But anyway, so he's, he's kind of fumbling through this. And making Garth uncomfortable, um, so he'll he'll do it. He'll he'll stay distracted, um, but uh, he's definitely gonna ask you to give him her number uh, before she gets in the car. So it's gonna have to be up to you whether you give it to him or not, and that also will have consequences later, depending on what you do. So Steph, Natalie. While this is happening in the car... I have no idea this is going on. You have no idea this is going on. You're <laughs> yeah, getting... Am, am I accompanying Natalie? Or is Lucy? Are they both walking over to the gate? I guess, yeah. I, I would imagine that, like, you're doing that thing of, like, no one is ever alone, necessarily. Um, sure. So, so yeah, you're, you're both together. You're walking up. Um, what do you do? Well, I'm supposed to hex it, right? Right, but, I mean, you know, tell me how this looks, you know? You gotta pay... I can't what, don't, Do pay. I roll? Uh, or... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Why, why don't you go ahead and roll? And we'll just say how it goes. Oh, no. Uh, I mean... Plus... Oh, wow, look at that! No, hang on a second. <laughs> it was look, a three... Look, Hang on. Look. Plus, what's your weird? What's your weird? <laughs> uh, two. Plus two, so that's a five. Yikes, oh, no. Aruni. Wait, don't I get plus one? You do. From, so, that's so six. 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 Okay, look, the only way that this is going to work is if Lucy doesn't help out. Or, or, there's one other thing that you can do. You can spend something called luck. You get mm-hmm. 12 luck points in the entire game. Not the arc, in the entire game. But... If you spend it and use one right now, you get a natural twelve. So that so basically, it's like it it's just automatically it works. I need Lucy's help. Okay, yeah. Lucy, do a help out. <laughs> I give you no choice. <sighs> this is important. We're not Sometimes fighting. Something like this on a miss, you expose yourself to trouble or danger without helping. <laughs> Because uh, no matter what, there's going to be a glitch involved. Yes, um, there is going to be a glitch involved. Oh, no. It says, on a miss, you lose control of the magic that never ends well. By default, the magic is one of the effects listed below. Lasts for about 30 minutes and does not expose you to danger. Okay. Okay, sorry, sorry. That, that's just a catch-all. <sighs> I guess that's what I came out here to do. I came out here to, I guess, help. Right, and like the, here's the thing, like this also makes sense because with use magic, the keeper can say that you need one or two people to help cast the spell. 
And perhaps with the rain and everything, someone needs to like hold it or something. I don't know. I also could have broken the lock with my fists. Well, no, unfortunately, that's not going to do anything. At this point, this is the route we're going. We got to stick yeah. with it. Well, yeah, as I'm saying, like, my, my fists do more damage than her glitch, than her hex would. <laughs> uh, all right, I will attempt to help out. Uh, my cool is plus zero, and I got, and I got a six. Wowzers! Man. This is not going oh, no. well. No. Okay. Correct. Let's look here. Oh no. First, hang on, real quick. Bring up your your move again. <laughs> Sorry, one second. I want to double check what her attack does. The, the give me show me hex. Yeah. Any cast a spell. Uh. Okay. Using. Okay. Great. Is so, is Garth? Would would this make rational sense? Would Garth notice that something's wrong because nothing is happening? And could Garth help out from in the van? Uh, no. At this point, this is where we're at. Um, okay. Okay. Because also at the same time, like we just the way that like any kind of situation would work in a way, like time moves fairly quickly, and so there really wouldn't be a way to like after her magic spell doesn't go well, that someone could then get out of the car and somehow make a glitch not happen. True. At this point, the glitch is going to happen. Uh. So here here it is. Um, not only does it not work, but let's see. Let's look at this effect. Does she, yeah, it says you lose control of the magic. What does yeah. that exactly entail? That means you both throw up really hard. <laughs> no, so I think that. Well, okay. So why don't why don't you pick this, Stephanie? I I think that it makes total sense for for you to understand or for you to depict what it looks like when your magic grows beyond your control. Um. Well. Uh. So her eyes and her fingers are glowing, and then. Like this really pretty color, and then it turns black, and then like the black sort of like growing down her arms, and she starts to like float up, and um, then there's a big boom, and she just falls in the ground. Okay. Uh, locks. Nothing happened to the lock, but um, she's like knocked out. Not like serious, but she's like out. Okay. Um. Okay. At that, Terry uh, is no longer distracted. <laughs> and Terry goes, what the hell was that? So uh, what do you she, guys do um, from here? She, ha- she is very sick. Um, the worst cold I've ever... We're trying to get her to the hospital. <laughs> I've ever seen, ever. Uh, her sneezes are so loud. <laughs> that's, that's what that noise was. Um... That's her aunt. She's helping her. We're just trying to get into this very dark and abandoned place because on Reddit, someone said that there's medicine uh, everywhere and we're just heading on in. That's it. 100%. Uh, Jordan, can you do an act under pressure for me? (laughs) Yes. Um, Roll plus cool. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. 
Come on, RPG Simple Dice app available on the Google Play Market. Okay. <laughs> I got a seven. Okay. Um. So I'm just trying to <laughs> convince Terry that that loud bang was a sneeze and there's old, crusty medicine in an old place. Okay, so on a seven to nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or a price to pay. Uh, I'm, I honestly, I can't think of a much worse outcome right now because, or rather, in a way, I feel like a worse outcome really is a price to pay. Um, I can't imagine there's a hard choice that I could give you right now, considering this is in response to an already hard choice and hard spot that we're in so there's going to be um actually no i, I it is just going to be a worse outcome oh no um, <laughs> essentially you are essentially still kind of distracting him um and none of you seem to notice the second thing that we would have seen had we gotten through the gate oh. um before i describe this uh, you know, so, you know, we're kind of going back and forth, right? Um, and things are kind of getting tense. We're doing that thing where it's like each time that you cut back and forth between the two different parts of the party, the time is getting shorter and shorter. Um, Lucy, what are you doing for Natalie? What, what, now that she's on the floor or on the ground in the rain, what are you doing to help her? So to, 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 Lucy was kind of like standing right next to her. So basically she just kind of like started glowing. She was pointing at the lock and then she just kind of just like sparked and just fell to the ground. Is that, is, is, am I visualizing this correctly? Yeah, like she floated up in the yeah. air. It, think of like, this, it kind of, I mean, Eleven didn't like, from Stranger Things, she didn't really float, but like imagine her floating mm-hmm. and then just be like. In a way, kind of like Raven okay. from Teen Titans. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And then, and and then just, it just kind of came crashing She's down. like a cross between Starfire and Raven. Yeah. Yeah. And we're in perfect view. Like, like, like Terry can see us, right? And anything that I do. Sort of. So you're, I mean, it's that thing where it's like, it's heavy rain. He can kind of see what's going on out there, but it, it, there's a little bit of a, uh, for lack of a better term, there's a little bit of a natural blur happening. So he can okay. just sort of see shapes, but he can't exactly make out direct details. What time is it? Um, Summertime. it is, I'm trying to think based on all the different times. That is it like gone. late in the afternoon? Yeah, it's, it's like, like late afternoon at this point. Yeah, but, it, but it's still like really dark because it's like pouring down rain. Yeah, right? no, like most of the light that's happening right now is, you know, still some of that like kind of overcast stuff that happens even when you have dark clouds in the daytime. There's still some sunlight in a way. There's still some light out there that's pushing through. Um, and, uh, the headlights. Because, her. okay, I feel like Lucy's first inclination would be to, like, pull a rope out of her, like, dimension and tie her up because this ain't okay. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but if Terry is in, is in view right now, then I, then she's probably just like, screw it, and then just tries to, like, uh, would, would it make more sense to use her elbow or just like try to? No, she maybe she, she she tries to pick like a rock nearby, like a rock somewhere laying next to the gate, and then use it to bash the lock. Over. Okay, 
you had me unbelievably worried for a moment, Graham. I thought you were about to try to bash out Natalie's brains. Oh, oh see, yes. I thought, well, that comes I thought Lucy was going to kill Terry. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so if that's the case, why don't you do... Um, yeah. Kick some ass, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that just seems like the most appropriate, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, I'm trying to kick this lock's ass. All right, I got a 11. Yes! Okay. Perfect. So, oh, God. Um, I'm not necessarily going to give you... Here, here's the thing. Yeah, what are the overflow effects? I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> automatically give you. You suffer less harm minus one harm, right? Um, and just say that. Based I forced on how, the gate where I want it. Well, in a way, yeah. Like, actually, no. That's actually probably a pretty good thing to do. Because, like, what I was gonna say is that, like, maybe there's like some shrapnel, but instead of catching you, it, like, just barely misses you or something. But maybe that, maybe that's just a good way of saying it. Yeah, you force the gate where you want it, and by that, it's you force it open. Natalie is still on the ground, though. Uh, and I was about to say, I, I just I pick up Natalie like into the fireman care, and, uh, like over the, over the shoulder care. Okay. And then just make a beeline for the hospital. For the hospital. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Wait, sorry. That that's where we're at, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, uh, now. The- okay. All right. So th- we cut back to Garth uh, bumbling and telling uh, Terry. That, uh, you know, like, oh, well, she, you know, she's got a cold and, you know, there's so much snot in her nose that we've got to get this special magic stuff. And Terry is like almost buying it. Like Terry's confused, but Garth is just talking and like not stopping. So like Terry's like, maybe there's some truth here. And that's when Terry goes, wait a minute, where, where did they go? And, uh... They are kind of nowhere to be seen. You can see them kind of up the hill a little bit, kind of getting closer to the front of the building. Uh, What do you do? Terry, um, you're a great guy. Thanks so much for the ride. I do have to go now very fast. I'll leave you a big tip on the internet app that you can dot the lift app goodbye right now um okay well let me at least just drop you off at the door and terry starts to drive up the hill no um, no 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. <laughs> as you're saying that right we once again cut back to lucy with natalie over her shoulder now is when we see the second thing. Standing in a complete ring around the entire building, about every five to six feet or so, you know, somewhere in that general area, you can see now in the darkness, you can just barely make out the shapes of humans, oh, of people man. standing. They are standing completely still. Their hands are down by their sides with their palms sort of facing outwards, right? Like kind of like facing the front front of their body, right? Kind of like in that gesture, almost in a gesture of like, there's nothing in my hands sort of thing. No, there's nothing here and there's right? nothing here. But instead, it's, it's again, directly down by their sides. Um, 
Terry, As this is this is uh, this is a Reddit meetup. This is a meetup we're having. People who are also this these are all doctors, and this is a meetup that we do online. It's a meetup. As you're saying that, uh, all of you, um, well, something bad happens. This is that worst situation. This is that that worst outcome. There is a sudden and like very, very drastic change in the wind. You know how when you're in the ocean, before a tsunami happens, right? You feel all the water kind of rush out back to the sea, right? Oh, great. In a way, it's like that. There is this weird moment where the wind almost completely stops. And then it starts low. And then it starts to grow. And the wind comes hard. Not exactly like a cyclone. It is almost as if a giant hand is swatting. And the wind catches... Lucy and Natalie. And worse, it catches Terry's car and lifts all of you into the air. I should have used my luck! And throws you at the building. 